of it too is because of uh, because of what happened with Kobe. Okay. So it kind of just put things in like perspective. I didn't think I'd be that like that like sad, <laughs> but like know. I grew up with like watching. How do full-time employees like us do everything it takes to build a thriving online business today? How do you not become a statistic of another failed business, all while balancing full-time career and life? We don't have all the answers, but we're figuring it out. Welcome to Entrepreneurs with Jobs. All right. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Pizza. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm, a, I'm I'm all right, really a little sick, but you know, I think you got me sick though, Jeff. Did I? Good. You jinxed me. Good. Yeah, that was the plan. You jinxed me because every day after I told you not to get me sick, a couple days after I got sick, so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm suspicious. I but, might have. Yeah, it's quite possible. Yeah, but all good. Um. So, hello everyone. Um, What's up, everybody? Yes. Entrepreneurs with a job here. Yes, yes. We're back with another episode of our podcast. I don't know what episode we're on now. Maybe four or yeah. four. Yeah, we can finally start posting stuff. Okay, so we're finally in episode four. We had a bit of a hiatus. Um, life happened. Sick. We all got sick, and um, I'm still fighting mine. But Jeff's back to tip-top shape so yeah I'm, that's so, good. I'm hustling again yeah he's back he's back hustling but listen the hustle never stopped so don't get it twisted yeah but um well no not when you're like dead in well, your bed this is like the first no i days. was still packaging orders <laughs> yes I'll well you had to deliver I'll, on, I'll, I'll tell this you had to tell, deliver on product well i had to so yeah i'll share that story but um but yeah either way though glad to be back and um Per usual, um, we'll start off with kind of you know catching you up on what we've been up to since the last time we we um, you know chatted with you guys. Well, we're not chatting with you; we're sharing to, to you, I guess. Um, so, I, I guess Jeff, um, what's been going on with you? What have you accomplished since the last time we it's gathered? Been, it's been a while since we we did this, I right? Know. So, got sick, was dying for a little bit. <clears throat> this is our first episode of twenty twenty. This first episode is oh my god! Like the it's first the two end, weeks, it's the end of January. This is our first episode. This is how bad it is, guys. Yeah, it died, <laughs> died like the first two. Was dying the first two weeks. You've been dying since December. Yeah, well, since the twenty fifth. I had like a cough. Mm hmm. And then then died like the first week. Mm hmm. Yep, Let's and see. then I took over. But... You did. Thank you. <laughs> so Dude, what have I been up to? Okay, so yes. did you? Are you cut up with your I courses online or your videos online? Oh, do you have something on YouTube now? Yeah, I have stuff on YouTube. Um, I didn't complete all the enhancements because the enhancements took a lot longer than I expected. Because even just creating like one video was additional training was about an hour. So I think I need to cut those down a little bit and not not make them as long because i'm putting in a lot of research into into the the questions that some of the people are having even though i could have shortened it a little bit so i think that's what i'm going to do for the next questions um but it's going well i'm communicating with customers or students of the new enhancements of what's going on and then recorded the new videos mapped out the new enhancements and functionality did the strategy for a continuity program. So basically just a monthly membership for social accountability for for achieving goals. So just not just their dating goals, but just life goals. So that it's less hard to try to get new, new customers or new students from cold traffic or just content. So that's what, that's what I've been working on. Um, 
doing research, doing a new strategy for creating content. So I've been watching Gary Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> so he's all about content. And then, so I'm going to do, I realize I need to create a lot more content. So I'll double down on what my strengths are. So I'm probably going to do, long-term strategy is creating SEO. So just writing. So I'm going to dedicate 50 probably like 75% of my time or like 60% of my time to content. So creating blog posts, writing, just striving for excellence inside those posts. And then at the same time, sub cutting those, those posts into additional content. So podcasts, long form podcast, video podcast. So it's all going to come out of that long form blog post. And then, and then everything else, testing out on LinkedIn, and then testing on TikTok. So I'm gonna do- Oh, TikTok? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see, because it's one of the, the biggest areas you can explode on without having any organic reach and starting from scratch. Just people just blowing up, like getting millions of followers. It's a, it's a young platform, but it has the potential to be like the next Instagram. So I was like, okay, I'll experiment with some of the new content and all I have to do is just take snippets of the long form content. So overall strategy is going to be start recording long form podcasts again, but video format, splice up the audio, put that as regular podcasts, put the video up onto YouTube, and then also cut the little individual segments into TikTok and for LinkedIn. So did that. But it all stems from creating blog posts. It's gonna, it's gonna be doing that because the working on my writing will better my speech for talks, and I'm gonna need it for copywriting. And I'm good at writing. I just need to, I just need to get, I just need to focus on creating the content. So that's what I've been focused on creating a new strategy. So I got, I have the strategy of my weekly content schedule, posting stuff up. And then, and then scheduling out everything. And then on top of that, on Saturdays and Sundays is when I have more time. I'll dedicate to finishing the webinar <coughs> with a high-end offer leading into a live event. And then, um, yeah, and then creating the enhancements for the program. So that's dedicated for uh, Saturdays and Sundays. But the main stuff is like waking up early and then writing and then posting and then, and then podcasting on my way to work. So, yeah. Good, good. You've been working, Jeff. I have been working. Proud of you. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, part of it too is because of uh, because of what happened with Kobe. Oh so it kind of just put things in like perspective. I didn't think I'd be that like that like sad, <laughs> but know. like I grew up with like watching him. Like I thought about this, and me and my girlfriend were talking about it. It's because like I grew up like watching him, and like he was part of like our generation. And he was also like striving for excellence and his worth ethic. I have a friend who's killing it in mortgage business all because of Kobe. So then I was like, and then maybe like, you know, you're just grateful and you're like, okay, I could be doing more. And then, so there's times where I'm like, I could like stop or it's like, I could push a little bit more. So now I've been pushing a little bit more. So I was like, okay. So that's what I've been up to. Yeah, you know, talking about Kobe, you know, Kobe, so I don't know when you're going li- to listen to this, but <coughs> this is the um, week after Kobe's, yeah. you know, passing. And, you know, I personally, you know, I'm, I, I watch basketball and everything, but, and I mean, I'm a fan of Kobe 
but his death or passing just I think the circumstance around it and, and all the yeah. folks that passed just made it very heavy. Like it's been a rough last few days. Like I feel like I've had a dark cloud hanging over me just thinking about it and, yeah. and, and now I'm almost trying to run away from like any like news about it because it's just I'm so affected and I'm like I can't live like this. I can't like keep crying every time because that's really literally what I've been doing. Every time I would like see something I would just like get super emotional. So it's, but really I'm trying to focus on, you know, really what can we take out of this experience? What can we take out of, you know, what's the lesson? You know, this is someone who lived for 41 years and left such a legacy, made such a difference, you know, like he, the difference he's made is probably worth more than many people's lifetimes combined. You know, the, the, the significance of the difference he's made in his 41 years of life, you know? So it's like, you know, we have the opportunity to, you know, we're still here and we still have an opportunity to make a difference. And for me, it really, with respect to my business, it's more like a motivation to just, you know, keep at it and like continue to, you know, just find ways to make a difference, you know, whatever it is you're doing. So I'm, I'm, that's kind of what I'm trying to take out of the experience, not just dwell on the sadness part of it. So, yeah, but, um, but yeah, <clears throat> that's that. So, <coughs> <coughs> I guess I should share what I've been... Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah, you know... It's, you got some stuff to get off your chest, right? I, I, well, I will, but, you know... <laughs> a, 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 segment. A, a lot has been... Well, I guess I would say a lot has been going on or significant things have happened. Um, so, one of the goals of 2020 has been to really, you know, really grow... You know, really mark, increase our marketing um, efforts with Elisa Mama. You know, really get the word out there, help people. You know, know that we even exist. Reach out to wholesale buyers, retailers who might be interested in you know buying from Elisa Mama. You know, just trying to you know expand the um, our outlets. You know, to 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 get folks more folks to to buy. So um, one of the things I did recently was um, I partnered with. Um, one of the social media accounts and had them post about Lisa Mama on their page. <coughs> of course, it was for a fee, and I also aligned that with a sale. So how much was it? It was one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred fifty dollars for what were the terms? So, so it's they, basically they influencer said, marketing. <clears throat> I guess I don't know if you call them. Maybe because it's like the influencer page. Yeah, that's what that's what influencer marketing is basically. So you pay like influencers mm-hmm. or big pages. To do yeah. like a post or shout out for you. Yeah, so this one, this page has about seven hundred thousand followers, and okay. um, so they they actually had the post up for the weekend. So it's from like Saturday at ten a.m. to like Monday. So they delete it. They delete it after like oh, once the time's up. Yeah, so they yeah. had it up for that time, one hundred fifty dollars. I was a little apprehensive, you know, wasn't sure if it was gonna be worthwhile, but you know, I'm really all about making. You know, you, I feel you kind of have to make an investment into your you business. Test. You, you have to. You can't always cut corners and think yeah. about. Only going towards a direction where you don't have to spend. Yeah. You're going to have to find, you know, you will have to spend at some point or the other to get the results you're looking for. I mean, big companies still, like, get funded. They yeah. reach out to, you know, to, to get more more VCs to, 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 to um, invest. So, anyway. Yeah, wait, uh, quick tip for Facebook ads and Facebook spending <coughs> or just paid traffic in general. You, you're expected to test for three months. Oh, wow. You're expected to test for three months and you're also... It's one out of ten campaigns. One out of ten campaigns. So you you like expect to do that because in the very beginning you think that it's supposed to be easier, but it's not. 
it's hard. It's, it's hard. Paying ads, ads is hard. And yeah, and I feel like it's a very cold way of converting. Mm-hmm. Like it, I feel like it's hard. I, mean, I I'd rather, to be honest. So I'll share the experience with this, um, with this, um, this, this what do you call it? This influencer page. So hundred fifty dollars, and like I said, I sort of had it aligned with the sale because yeah. I, I mean, I, I noticed a lot of these like um, e-commerce retailers who sell merchandise. They're like, did you like this inventory or uh, warehouse sales? Like early in the year, trying to get rid of all the fall stuff. And I thought, you know what? I have some stuff that I wouldn't mind just like, you know. End the season? Yeah, end the season still, whatever you want to call it. So what I did was the weekend that I posted, that I um, had that ad, I also had a, a sale, like probably our biggest sale. And so the, the, the site also posted about the sale on their stories and had the, also had the, our post on their feed. So, you know, I, it was very effective because I had, you know, a lot of orders, people reaching out. I think I gained about 250 followers on Instagram, you know, and the joy about that is these are people that actually, it's not just like some fake followers, people that actually saw my content, saw the content and chose to follow. So there are people that I believe are interested in, in the brand and people that will probably be. Did you share a video? I didn't share a video. I, I did, I did, I went on live. I did go on live doing that period yeah. I went live for a bit not not long enough but I went live for a bit but I tried to really you know increase my presence yeah. you know so you know I, de- I think it definitely paid off because I mean my followership like I said grew about 250 during that weekend um, you know got a lot of orders you know more orders than I gotten like the whole past month granted there's sort of things that were on sale but still I mean it's good for people I mean yeah. People are able to experience like a, a product. Yeah, in the beginning. Get some in the door. Exactly, exactly. So so that was I think that was pretty effective, I would say, for the cost. Um so I, I, I was excited about that and I think I, I probably would do it again. I, I think it was probably more effective spend versus like I don't know if I spent hundred fifty dollars in ads. I'm not sure how much conversion I would do for that cost. I don't know because I mean I, I just feel like people are a little bit more. I just think about myself as a consumer of ads, information, content. I feel like I'm always a little apprehensive when I see ads. Like I just always feel like I'm being gotten. That's versus why that's why it's content first. Content first retarded. <clears throat> content see. first retarded. <clears throat> because then you have it's more of a. It goes from like a cold lead to a warm lead if they've watched over. But I feel like even when I see content, when I, when I see sponsored on it or like an ad, I still yeah. always feel like there's like a. I still always feel like, okay, you're trying to get me. I don't yeah. know why. I, I always get that impression. Like, it's not as organic. Yeah. Like, when I, when I see that sponsored or ad, like, I just yeah, always feel like but then, you have an angle. Yeah, but if they've watched over 50% of your video, the more yeah. likely. Or you can even do it. So there's, like, a complicated system. It's basically you tell your, you have all your problems that you want to solve. So then you create videos for individual problems. So then in your case, it would be, like, children's moms and then whatever they run into like for dressing their children's maybe fashion I, don't, I have no idea yeah I would and, have to create like content which yeah. I'm not really too well you look at the you can do that for the adults so whatever they're doing basically solve one problem then you have you, you, the beliefs of your company or the beliefs of you, you as a founder and then everyday content of just you as behind but the scenes that's a lot of money getting you know supporting those those putting that out there I mean but then when you get good at ads it's it's like the clicks are very low so you it, it's it's a game though you have to be able to be good at copy you have to be able to be good at yeah ads. there's a lot of things that goes into you know doing an effective yeah. ad and for me right now I kind of have to prioritize like yeah your time my time and you know what 
I'm, I'm just one person and I'm actually going to get into more about the just one person thing in a bit. But um, so anyway, I did the, the, the ad and then also I've been also been going out to stores to actually go pitch to them. That's been hard because, you know, I, I hate it. I feel like a walking telemarketer, you know, <laughs> going to these stores and trying to like, you know. That's what you got to do. Yeah. So it's been very uncomfortable. But, you know, I wanted to just like, you know, just just do it, you know. And so I did. I um, went to a couple of course, you know, nothing came out of any of them, but at least getting the experience and just getting to know the the owners and talking to them. The way I look at every experience is you might not get what you're looking for at that moment, but you're planting a seed that might eventually yeah. generate something later on. And you're learning. Exactly. Most importantly, too, you're learning. So I've been doing that. But then something um, awesome, i also been sending emails. So I, I just, I think I told you I sent like emails to like some, like a bunch of stores mm-hmm. And one of them actually um, reached back out and expressed interest and wanted to see some samples, which I sent over to them. And I got an email from them yesterday that, yep, they want to place an order likely next week. Nice. This has been my first wholesale order. So that if that does go through, that would be pretty awesome. And just the fact that they express interest gives me a lot of, you know, makes me very optimistic and happy. So that's, that's one. And then also another opportunity came my way. There's another e-commerce store that sells children's clothes online that I really admire. I love their style. I love what they do. Like I follow them. And for some reason, one of their customers who was who who's also a customer of mine had posted a picture using one of their accessories. Mm-hmm. And so they posted that picture and through that somehow the person discovered that the brand discovered me and reached out and said, Oh I love what you're doing. I love your clothes. I want to see if we can partner or like you know if nice. I can order wholesale from you or we can collaborate in some manner. So for me, I was like, oh my God, like, like I said, <coughs> I really love this brand. It's a small brand, you know, they have about what, 30,000 followers, yeah. but they started like maybe just a couple years ago and you can see like their success and how well people take to their stuff. Like they have good engagement. I mean, I love their stuff and it's just a brand that I, that I love. So for them to even reach out to me and like, you know, want to do something for me, it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So we've been in communication, um, trying to kind of work out the terms and things like that. And I'm kind of upset at myself because I think I've under, I've underpriced. Yeah. I think I've underpriced. Um, and part of it. You learn from it. Yeah. And I think for me, part of it is I see the opportunity to that, that might come with working with them. This would be the first, I think, you know, big line or brand or whatever that would that I would work with and so I think I'm so excited at the opportunity that I I'm like okay just whatever it would take to to make this happen yeah and then you can learn from that yeah so that's why I'm, I was a little bummed like I think I've priced too low but if this works out I think it could be a good opening yeah because I mean now we're putting our they're going to put our stuff in front of all their you know 30,000 customers and that's additional exposure do, do they have an email list I'm sure they do. Okay. Can are they gonna email their email list? Probably when they when it comes out. So negotiate that. To how so? To be able to <coughs> however you're doing the promotions, because being able to email to your email list is powerful too because typically like within like inner marketing, it's about a dollar per person on an email list. Like how big your email list is, that's how much you're probably gonna make monthly. So if you can negotiate or if they can at least email their list and then depending on how whatever your terms are and how whatever your promotion is going to be 
and then having like a closing like email because then that's where most of your sales are going to come from anyways mm-hmm. 90% of 80 to 90% of sales come with like that last closing email okay well mm-hmm. so I mean I don't know what the I think it's looking more like they'll get purchase some we're going to make some custom pieces for them mm-hmm. and they're going to you know buy wholesale quantity and um, but I, I mean I would assume that they will be announcing promoting. that yeah promoting and maybe Alyssa Mama and yeah. whatever the name is um, collaboration, collaboration type thing so, I mean, I think it'll be good for us if we're able to make it work. So, she and I have been, like, emailing back and forth. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she actually responded. Um, so, we've been, like, you know, communicating back and forth, you know. So, we'll see how that goes. But it's pretty exciting just that it's even – we've been talking about it. So, it's, uh, I'm excited about that. Um, that's one. And then, two, is it looks like I'm, I'm probably angling to get a partner. A partner. So, I have uh, someone I know who's – like number one customer of Elisa Mama, like they've bought more things than anybody has. This is a true <laughs> believer in the brand, like yeah. super believer, super convinced this is a great idea, and just super passionate about it. So I'm looking to engage her for some some of the outreach, some of the outreach work, the going to pitch to stores. The you know emailing. She's just a person who's like stay at home mom, so she has more time <laughs> than I do. I mean, she's busy. Stay at home, being a stay at home mom is not easy. But so I'm looking to. We're gonna have that discussion this weekend to see if we could, you know, work together on this. So because for me, one of my limiting factors is time. I'm busy. Yeah. So so we'll see how that goes. But really, you know, the goal this year, like, of you know, is really marketing, marketing, getting the word out there, pushing, getting more re- uh, wholesale um, buyers. And we'll see how it goes. Cool. I feel like I said a lot. Oh my God. You're good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just running out of my tea, so I have nothing else to hydrate with. So what's the second segment? Second segment it's been, is... It's been so long. I know. Second segment is like, what are we going to do next Next in our next period? What do we have planned? Oh, okay. So next thing is going to be... I'm going to finish a <coughs> 2,000-word blog posts. Get a video up from there. Post a new podcast and then work on uh, the enhan- the next enhancement for the so the next training video or next question for the for the program and then start start working on the objections and limiting beliefs that my potential customer will have when they get onto the webinar so I can be prepared. So basically, inside a webinar. Everything inside the webinar is either moving a person closer to the sale or away from the sale. And then so you have to come up with all the beliefs they have with what you're going to be offering, the beliefs that they can do it themselves, and then any other limiting beliefs that they may have or objections. And then through your training, you're not only teaching through it, you're also addressing all the objections so that by the time you get to the end, most of the objections will be taken care of. And then now it just makes sense for them to take that oh, next action. That's how you all do it. Yeah. It's my so day. it's actually like really strategically looking at what the main objections are. And then the way that you teach and the main points that you cover are actually teaching but <coughs> handling objections at the same time. So it's giving high value content but changing the mindset that they, they have at the same time. Interesting. So that's what, be, that's what I'll be creating that list on Saturday. And then creating the content on top of that. So podcasts, blog posts. Uh, video and then working on new enhancement, new training video for the students, and then starting the list for the webinar. Nice, nice. All right, get you laser focus. Like it. Yeah. 
2020. Mm-hmm. After I got sick, I was like, when I was sick, I was like, I felt so bad. I couldn't work on anything, but I felt so terrible. I didn't feel like doing like my mind wouldn't think if I was trying to like type stuff. So it's like it's, it's good to not be sick. You appreciate health, yeah. When when you're yeah. Yeah, when you're gone. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Okay. So what are you gonna do, Fasaya? Um, you know, to be honest, I have to kind of be honest. Like, I feel like maybe because I was sick, and I don't know a lot of. I feel like I I sort of lost my. Yeah. I lost. I'm off a little bit. You lost that momentum. Yeah, or yeah, I'm not as sharp anymore, at least right now, as I would like to. Um, I, you know, I had some sort of goals for the first quarter of this year, um, but I, I just, I think I need to go back to the table and like re-clarify my thinking about what it is I need to focus on, because I could be doing a bunch of different things. But <clears throat> my goal, you know, I need to figure out what is in line towards my goals. Like, I just can't do just whatever comes my way. I need to be very clear and very very strategic about, about every step I take. And, you know, and not just doing what is convenient or, you know, what I feel like doing. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what, exactly what I did. I had to like, sit, sit down and be like, okay, what is the main thing? Like, I need a sustainable way to get, co- like, traffic to get to the sales page and then I also need sustainable customers without having to get cold traffic because I don't have that much money. So it's like, okay, I got to create content on top of that, which will help when I have to sell at a live event. And then the webinar will help. So then it's like improving my writing overall will help everything else. So then that's that's where I went back and I, I thought about it. It's like, okay, writing will be the centerpiece because that affects everything that I have to do anyways. And then to create a high-end offer and collect leads and also sales at the same time will be the webinar while I'll sell like a 1000 to $2,000 offer and then create monthly monthly revenue from there as well so i need to get to that point of clarity um i do know though ultimately my goal is you know like right now i've actually had to i stop production because i don't want to get over because part of what we do is you know part of the model is to support our artisans in nigeria and our current model has been we get paid once they produce clothes but given the fact that you know i'm really trying to focus on Really, the larger the larger prize, which is getting you know, well, greater e-commerce um, presence. Of course, more people knowing that we exist or online presence. I mean, but also connecting with these retailers who can buy wholesale. When the margins are lower, but it's still a way to get you know more more products out there, yeah. build more of a a presence you know across these various locations. So I really need to think, you know get back into figuring out the steps that I need to do in order to get to those goals. And when I was initially, I, I had found someone who could be like a little bit of assistant to me to help me, you know, put together that net of like potential retailers. But I was also advised against, you know, someone, you know, advice me recently to start off with local retailers within you oh, know, yeah. Southern California, which does make sense. So I guess I just need to maybe focus on the next, this next week on putting together that list. You know, figuring out the places and, you know, where's places where we can go in person, go in person. Once that I can reach out to via email, reach out to them, maybe by mail. But I really need to work, you know, start being clear about, you know, who am I trying to target and how am I going to target each of those different stores. So I would say that would probably be my goal for the next week. And start waking up earlier because now I've been having a hard time getting up early. Like, yeah. I think because I've been, like, been sick. So <clears throat> I'm just not as, um, I don't know, I'm just... 
struggling to get up. But um, I, I, I'll give myself this week to, to get back on track. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I think you you need that because that was the same thing I was going through too, and I was like, okay, I need to focus. What is the what is the thing? What is the one thing that's going to make everything else easier? Exactly. Yeah. What's that thing you have to focus on? Like, what's your one thing? Like, what's the most important part? Yeah. You know, and really just narrowing onto that because, like I said, for me, it's so easy, so many things that I need to do because I'm a one man yeah. show. So you know, much. social media, um, photo shoots, customer service. designs, customer service. You know. And it's funny, I just have a funny story to share. So, you know, that day when I had that, did that ad with that um, influencer and had all these sales, <clears throat> I had so many people reaching out to me to ask me a question because I wanted to place orders. And, oh, my God, in that moment, <laughs> success felt overwhelming. Like, it was very scary. Like, oh, my God, like, because I got sick the very next day. And I think yeah. I probably was on, under so much stress. Because of it. Yeah. Because of it that, like, my body just shut down the next day. And so it made me remind, it just reminded me to really savor the days of humble beginnings. Like when things, when the stakes are so low, don't take them, for, don't take this time for granted. The time when we're still learning, still figuring things out, yeah. where everything is new and fresh, and every discovery, every 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 sale is like excited. Like I want to savor this moment because going from you know having like a couple of sales a week to like a hundred sales like in a day or like in a week like that is freaking scary <laughs> like that is a scary place to be like it's yeah. success but that comes with a lot of like pressure yeah you know so this that weekend i was sick but i couldn't let you know i could not send out these orders so i'm sitting there like half dead like packaging all these orders <clears throat> and then making sure i'm not like you know packing them wrong wrongly way, yeah. you know and it was just so stressful and so I really want to emphasize, you know, to everyone, you know, that's listening, that's, you know, perhaps be frustrated by, you know, things moving at where they're at. Don't take it for granted, yeah. you know, really savor it. Because when you're small, you can take risks. You have more bandwidth, you know, to like, you know, experiment and do things. But when you get to a certain size, the stakes are high and that's, that's work, that's pressure. And while it's good and great, but... It comes with a lot of work. You kind of have to be mentally ready and able to even deal with that. Yeah. So, I'm I'm appreciating this moment. I'm I'm Same. embracing it, and I'm not taking it for granted. You know, so that's that's what I wanted to share. <laughs> yeah, new. When you grow, you run into new problems. <clears throat> you do. You run into so many new problems. Yes, and you know, yeah, you're selling, you're doing well, but it's like it's it could be a lot of headache and more stress. It can even be more stressed when you're growing versus when you're small. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're like when the stakes are higher, you can have way more stress then than you do when you're still growing. Yeah. So one just has to be cognizant about that and also be clear about how where you want to go, how much you want to grow too. Like figure out like where do you want this to go? Are you trying to like completely blow up or are you trying to just create like a get to a certain level and then kinda, you know, continue to stay in that space? Cause not everyone needs to grow. To like billions of dollars. Yeah, so being very cognizant about that too, you know, I think it's important because we all have, we have this fantasy like I just want to grow, I want to be successful, but it's like you need to be very clear about what what you're signing up for when yeah. you say that. Or what is what is success for you, and what actually derives happiness <laughs> for you, for you? Exactly. <clears throat> wanting to create like a Fortune 500 company initially, like a long time ago, that's what I thought I wanted, but that's not that's not what I really want. No, and I, I, I even for me too, I think. Like I said, getting a little bit taste of like you know some success here and there. It's like 
put it in a reluctant perspective for me. My goal, honestly, you know, my, my goal <clears throat> if, is in this business is obviously I want to ensure I have a business that can, can sustainable to support as many people that I, as I can support and help. My goal is, you know, however I can make a difference in the lives of my team and Nigeria and more people, that's my focus. You know, so, like I said, I'm trying to look into having a partnership. I mean, it's not going to be a partner, but someone that's going to come alongside and we're going to work together. Um, eventually, um, the, the goal is we'll grow, grow and I will be able to compensate the person, whatever, financially. And I don't mind, like, not having all the, you know, any all the, the revenue coming to me because it's like, whatever can allow this to be sustainable and this to touch more lives, that's my focus. So I don't have to be, I'm not trying to become a millionaire for this. Like, I just want this to, I want it to exist yeah. and be, and take care of itself, you know, and, and that's my focus. So I'm being very clear. I mean, just having those conversations with myself about, okay, where do I want this to go? What's my, what's my goal? What's my purpose? And yeah. So um, I know we're supposed to end with like a little bit of a tip to our. Just the tip. <laughs> just a tip no more no less so yeah do you have anything you wanted to share Jeff we kind of just did that with our little we can narrow it down to something okay. so for those people who are thinking of doing content marketing <coughs> in general if you're looking to do blogging as a strategy and you want immediate return don't count on it it's a mature channel and it's going to take two years to five years before you see any meaningful results from SEO blog posts, written blog posts. And you also have to be pretty good at writing. So then that also takes some time to look, to learn and might add to it. So if you're looking for blo like blogging as a faster channel for free traffic, don't do it. Don't do it if you're expecting it. Do it. If you're willing to put in the time, because the the rewards are great, because once you can get established, have domain authority, you'll be there on like first page of Google. You'll be one of those big websites that have that will consistently come up for those keywords. But to build it, it's it's gonna take two years before you see any meaningful results to five years where you're making really good money from it. So if you're willing to put in that work to do it, if you have the money to hire writers, you can do that as well. But that, that's just my, my tip for anyone who's looking to do blogging and SEO as a long, like immediate strategy to get long-term traffic and sales, you're, you're better off looking for faster means and figuring out how to get customers on a consistent basis through other ways. <coughs> so the, I wouldn't recommend it. There's other ways of content marketing that will be faster, like social, YouTube, uh, apparently LinkedIn and TikTok are faster ways. I don't know, I don't know how yet, but I'm dedicating like 10, 15% of my time to testing out new marketing channels on the hope that it may blow up. But just, you know, just staying ahead of the curve and then thinking in the future instead of thinking of what's already happening now and people are giving advice, but actually seeing what people like the thought leaders are talking about and then actually like, okay, I'm gonna devote a little bit of my time to see if this is taking off. Because apparently LinkedIn, is supposed to be how Facebook was when it first started out in terms of organic reach. So you can have no audience, but have significant audience, uh, organic reach right now, or at least build it up because that's how LinkedIn is becoming right now. So there's an opportunity there. So that's what I'm gonna take advantage of. And then so post uh, the content I'm creating and then put into those two channels right now. 
And TikTok's just for kids right now? I know. I had a friend just ask me about it last night. And Tick, I'm like, yeah. are you in middle school? And she's like, that's where it's at. You know, that's a new Facebook. We're more fun than it Facebook. Is. So there's been speakers who've been on, on TikTok and they've been seeing success. And if you're one of the first movers inside a platform, this will be, you have the opportunity to be able to create what something. What do you do on TikTok? So, t- okay. So TikTok is, it's basically think of Instagram, <clears throat> but for videos. So instead of images, it's videos, but... Of yourself? Yeah, of yourself. Or your brand or your company, Will Smith. Like, all the big celebrities are in there now. But the thing that's unique about TikTok is, besides the... the They have a bunch of copyrighted music you can use, but it's their algorithm. It allows you to be able to be found by a lot of different people if you're new. So they have an algorithm that... It's kind of like the Netflix algorithm where it suggests new videos. So mm-hmm. you don't have to follow someone to get to get new videos on your TikTok and your TikTok feed. So if you can create some new content that people like, they'll you'll be found on their feed without them having to follow you. So that's one of the powerful things about TikTok is that they don't have to follow you to be able to get your content. So that's one of the that's why that's why it's What kind of content that people put out there? Just like videos of themselves talking? It's anything. So it depends on what what vertical and what niche you're in. So if you're a magician, you're putting up you're putting up magic tricks. If you're a rapper, you're doing like funny videos of like Uber driver raps to to uh, passengers, and it's like thirty seconds. If you're a prank channel, you're just putting your your highlights of your prank channel. Um, there's there's speakers who are, who are talking on there now and just talking about just making like little highlights and little tips, mm-hmm. and then um, anywhere from just pranks <laughs> to just kids dancing to it's like it's the whole spectrum of people right now. Interesting. So yeah, that'll be the Wild West until what'll happen is that it, it'll mature and then there'll be ads that come on there. And then when those ads come on there, it'll be like Google AdWords when everyone thought Google AdWords wasn't worth it. When they thought it was all about TV, radio, and billboards. And when like pay-per-click came out, everybody was like, that's not going to work. And then it was like pennies for like a click or like even cheaper than that. Now it's like, for some of the high-end ones, like lawyers or like accident lawyers, it's like twenty-some dollars per click because of how much it like actually converts. So now TikTok will probably eventually mature there. We don't know. It could, it may, it may not. But then being able to be one of the first people there, it's it's worth at least a look in the test. So like a business like mine, how what would I do on TikTok? You could just post videos of the clothes. Just test. I have no idea. I'm, I'm like learn like I'm learning. This is all new to me. I've just been hearing a lot of thought leaders who predicted a lot of different things, and they're saying that TikTok potentially could be the next like video. Instagram. I mean, everything always starts with kids, right? I feel like even like and then adults come in and like, take Facebook over. Facebook was like you know the college kids, and like, now you know, yeah, now it's our parents. Yeah, our I, parents are like taking uh-huh. it over. I don't know how Instagram was it the kids? I don't know, but um, it always seems like it's nothing until. Until it's something. Yeah. So then I've been thinking about that too. It's like, okay, it's staying up with the trends and then like testing a little bit of my time inside those new marketing channels mm-hmm. to see what may work and what, what may not. Interesting. Yeah. Instead of being being behind the curve. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. hurt. It doesn't hurt. No. Yeah. I mean, just this marketing thing, it's just for me, it's like... It's, it's fast and it's growing. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a pain point for a lot of people. And it's like, if you cannot master it... You're screwed. Yeah, like, there's so much to learn. Like I've, I've significantly, 
invested in my in my education and marketing and like I've still there's still so many different things I don't know. Yeah, I started listening to this podcast, um, Social Marketing Examiner. Yeah, I think that one. Yeah, and it's just like there's so much and golly, yeah, it's 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 a lot and you know I know I have a lot of vendor friends or you know small business friends who they struggle. They're like you know I don't know how to get that build my online presence. How do I get the word out? You know, and like for me, I I don't. I'm tr- I just try to put myself in the in the shoes of a person being marketed to, and like what resonates with me, and that's one of the reason why I wanted to do those you know podcasts, you know, trying to find yeah, and that's another thing that another part of my one of the things on my list going into this year that I haven't been able to you know really make progress on because I feel like for me because I think I'm like I'm like my avatar of like who I'm marketing to I, I think like I'm yeah. like you know me too and I'm I, my old avatar <laughs> you know so I I keep thinking like I'm always very like I said, I'm always very worried about stuff, but I do notice that when I encounter someone, you know, hear them speak, like on a podcast, I'm more inclined to go look them up. Most likely, I will go look them up and say, let me see what they're about. Yeah. And I believe them. Because if you're coming on a show that I listen to, you already essentially are being referenced. You're, that person, the host is, referen- you're, is giving you a reference. Yeah. So I'm more likely to believe whatever you tell me. You could be lying to me, but I'm more likely to believe you. Yeah, it's social proof. It's a exactly. social shortcut. Because it's <laughs> like an ad... And I'm like, I'm not believing that ad. You're just trying to make some money off of me. Like, no. Yeah. You're lying. But if you, if so, for which is why I'm like, I want to do more. I want to like try to get into podcasts and uh, still trying to work on that. And then even the the influencers, of course, you find a good one. You know, those also. I feel like for me, the ones that because they have a the one that I did that had a large following. At a minimum, it put myself in front of all these people. Yeah, new people. It, it, at least it, it made them aware. The side, the, the page didn't really do a lot of like pushing of it, but it, it made people aware that these beautiful clothes exist. And just by them being aware about it, they wanted to engage and wanted to follow. And so they came on it and, and followed the, our, our page. So it's like, it's not really an ad per se. Because I feel like I probably would have, I, I feel like I did bet. I would, if I had spent that same amount of money on an ad, I don't think it would have done as well, as quickly. Yeah. Well, it's also because Facebook ads are getting, it's more mature. <clears throat> So then it's like, to be able to get an ROI from Facebook, it has to be like a little bit more complex. Yeah. And I, like for me, given where I'm at right now, I don't have... It's not a good investment for your time. It's not a good investment for my time. Exactly. Which is why I'm more comfortable with spending $150 yeah, and easier. getting 200 additional followers, you know, with the hope that... And then maybe like 20 of them I buy, they tell people when they wear the clothes, you know, that is sort of like, get the word out there. I'm okay with that for now. Until I get to a point where, I don't know, get more like... Skilled with doing the ads or, or hiring it, hire someone who can hire do the somebody. ads, you know, so that too, that's not the option, but I don't know. It's just, it's Ugh. a lot guys. It's the struggle is real. Yeah. There's organic traffic, there's paid traffic, and then there, there's so many different ways of like investing in marketing. Yeah. The struggle is real. As we're talking, I'm getting the email from this, <laughs> this company that wants to tell me, I think I've underscored myself guys because... They're very interested in working together. Well, at least you know now. Yeah. You just got to learn. Damn. And as long as you're breaking even, you're, you're winning. I'm, I'm, I'm going to break even. I yeah. am. But, you know, when you're doing custom order, it comes with a lot of, like... Time. A lot of time. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it's... Either way, I probably would do it for free, to be honest. Just so, like, just so I can get... Just so I can get the partnership. Yeah. That's the sad truth. You know... So, yeah, I guess I should complain because at least I'm getting something here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so you're breaking even. 
I am breaking even. You don't have to pay hundred fifty dollars. Exactly right. So, but yeah. But anyway, my my tip. You know, I think I've shared enough. I've shared enough. I'm not gonna just one sentence. One my, sentence tip. My my one sentence tip is just you know, like I said, don't 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 um, undervalue the. The days of yeah. humble beginnings, like I said earlier, embrace it, embrace the learnings, embrace the experience, embrace the discovery, you know, just really savor it. And yeah, that's, that's really what I want to leave you with today. Savor the experience. So savor the experience. Any yeah. parting thoughts? Uh, me? Um, no, no parting thoughts. What, what about you? Nothing. Just get out there, take action. And there's no substitute for hard work. That's true. Go Kobe. Rest yeah. in peace. Go Kobe. Rest and in peace. And Gigi and everybody else. And everybody else. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Jeff here. And a few things before you go. The music was produced by an amazing artist named Mayo from the Philippines. Check out his social media and information in the podcast description. Next, if you want to connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs who get it, then come join the Entrepreneurs with Jobs community. We host free in-person networking events, virtual workshops and summit and we have an emerging online community best of all it's free let's work smarter not harder and crowdsource our knowledge to help each other out entrepreneurship is already hard enough but it doesn't mean we have to go it all alone to join just go to entrepreneurswithjobs.com and enter in your email address we'll send you an email with all the details of how to join the community and get updates on when the next events are and lastly if you enjoyed the podcast please subscribe to get future updates But the biggest thing that you can do to help entrepreneurs just like us is to share this podcast with a friend. Now get out there, take action, and thank you again for listening.